0: This is Monday, September 13th, and we're starting in our new study today. It's called Flourish. It's a study of the book of Colossians. And it's tracking along with the message series each Sunday until the first Sunday in November. And it's also um, going with our community groups. So if you'd like to be in a place where you can discuss and apply what we're learning here You'll want to get into a Granada community group for the weeks ahead. Now, recently, our Granada church staff spent time on a day retreat in Coconut Grove. And the goal for our time together was to review our ministries, take stock of where we are, and we want to start planning forward based on our church vision. Now, the setting that we chose in the Grove was the outdoor space at a restaurant called Glass and Vine. It's beautiful there. It's just up the hill from Peacock Park, which lies right on Biscayne Bay. Now, we were seated under spreading Florida oak trees, shaded from the harsh summer sun. There we began with a passage from this book that we're going to be studying Paul, an apostle of Jesus, wrote this letter to a fledgling church to encourage them, to teach them about their newfound faith in Christ, to add structure to what they believed. You could say he was fleshing out the gospel for them. Now in that beautiful setting, surrounded by the flora of the grove, we spoke about life, how it works, what sustains it, how it thrives and comes to flourish. Now, this whole idea of flourishing was the focus of Paul's letter and is the purpose of our study. And it's this metaphor of plants and growing that Paul uses a number of times in this book. Here, it's one of those places, verse 5 to 6 of chapter 1, where we find these words. Of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Now here's that metaphor of a plant and how it can come to thrive in such a way that it produces life and new fruit. Now in describing what is happening with a plant, Paul is talking about what God has been doing among them and also what they will need as a church to grow more and more. Now, at that little retreat, I brought along a plant from my office. The leaves were drooping, and you could tell it was in a very sad state. During COVID-19, there were so many days when I was working from my little office at home and not at church. Out of sight and out of mind, that little plant was neglected for sure. It was a perfect illustration of what we are learning about. The care needed for things to not only survive, but also to thrive. Perhaps you could have called it a cautionary tale. Just as that little plant needs regular tending and has a state in which it will flourish, our lives, our church, our community do as well. And this is what we're going to be learning about and immersing ourselves in during the weeks ahead. So you might call this little book of Colossians, the care and feeding of a Christian community. Now, as we dig into the book more deeply, we will learn what this thriving life is and how we can live it at Granada, right where we are. Now, for that little plant in my office, it definitely had been lacking water. Though it was amazingly resilient, it was struggling. I think a cactus plant would have been a better candidate for life in my office. And that's the thing. There is a nature that differs from plant to plant, living thing to living thing. And so if you buy a plant, there will often be a tag on it that gives you the common name along with the instructions for its care. Does it require full or partial sunlight? Does it like to stay moist or more dry? And so on. Now, the church is also a living body, and each different congregation of people may require different care at different times in its life. Each spiritual community faces obstacles to growth and also threats from the outside. And this was true for the church in Colossa. It's also true for the church here in Miami and for Granada in particular. So we're going to be looking at those challenges a little later on in our study. We will also take time to consider what is unique to our spiritual community. Now, this is also true for your life. This year, Sandy and I have faced experiences that were new to us and stress, well, we just didn't expect. This is something that many of us have experienced during COVID-19. We found ourselves in need of care that we've never needed before. Now, I love these letters of Paul to the churches because each church is so different. The foundations of the gospel are laid out in the same way in each letter. But then there's this unique instruction, the teaching geared to the needs of those specific fellowships of believers. And that's the thing about the gospel, as we will learn it speaks a word of grace to everybody but it also provides us instruction for the place where we find ourselves and so as we work through the book of colossians in the day ahead days ahead you will discover god's word of grace directed to you now maybe a word of encouragement or maybe a word of instruction you may be challenged in your life in christ Look for what God is speaking to you during this time. Listen to see how he is directing you by his spirit. Now before we left that retreat in the grove, each person was given a small developing plant of their own to take home and nourish. These plants were different varieties. Some were vegetables, some were spices, all different and requiring care unique to them. I challenge our staff, well, help them grow, care for them, and tend them in the days ahead, and and we're going to check on your progress later on. What if we do that personally during the seven weeks ahead? What if we focus on growth in Christ as individuals and for our fellowship? We want to not only learn about the flourishing life, we want to live it. Let's pray together. Lord God, our creator and sustainer, you made us, and you know what it takes for our care. You know what we need to thrive. Help us to trust in you and your care in the days ahead, and teach us your ways that we might walk in your truth. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen.